0: Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Gary Hall from Exodus and formerly from Slayer, and you're listening to The Razor's Edge.
1: Hi, it's Kat from The Razor's Edge. I'm here on Bloodstock Sunday, and we have all held the Yeti. Hi, how are you doing?
0: I'm doing well. How are you?
1: I'm not too bad, thank you. We've had a selfie with Derek Green, so we're okay? Yeah,
0: it's- <laughs> Top of the day right there.
1: And um, for people who don't know about you, do you want to say who you are and what you do in the band?
0: Uh, I'm Connor and I'm the singer for All Hail the Yeti.
1: How was your set today?
0: Uh, it was great. It was super good. A lot of fun. Great crowd. No rain. So it was perfect. Fantastic.
1: Yeah. How does it feel to be at Bloodstock? Because it's, it's the biggest independent metal festival in the UK. So yeah. a lot of people in the UK got a lot of love for it.
0: Yeah, we've uh, this is our second time so we get treated really well and the crowd is amazing and feels very like kind of tight knit family kind of vibes so that's what we like so it's great I'm super happy
1: And it's quite an electric festival I think it's got a lot of different I hate to use the term subgenres. Yeah, yeah, that all play sorts,
0: all sorts of different types of bands and music yeah. and stuff going on in the tents after hours. And oh yeah. yeah, it's pretty cool. Yep. Yeah, it's
1: Pope stars tonight over there. If you fancy a bit of sing along yeah, to some yeah. classic rock, that's quite fun. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys are from Hollywood. What is it? What is the metal scene like in Hollywood? Because historically, Hollywood's always been looked at as kind of the the kind of rock. Part of metal isn't it you know we've had things like the rainbow and you know guns and roses you know all those types of bands that come out from there so what's the scene like now
0: uh it's hard for us to say because we've been kind of you know ever since we started touring and, and doing the international stuff we don't really play there very much anymore um so i couldn't even really answer but I, I know things have changed quite a bit a lot of the clubs have closed and they've shifted to more like um legacy acts and like cover bands and stuff like that which is Great for people that love that, but um, we cut our teeth on the strip, and that was where we started playing with this band. So, um, while I have a, you know, a love for that area and that place and that street and those clubs, it's it's definitely not not what it used to be, in my opinion. So, um, I I can't answer about like the, the scene for like the bands and stuff. You know, I still have a few of our friends that are still doing it there, and um, we try to try to play a couple times a year, but of all the crap that's going on, we've just uh, we've kind of stayed away for a little while. So. Yeah.
1: yeah, and it's been difficult. I mean, I know you know we've had a difficult few years, everybody, and the music landscape changes, doesn't it? Quite an extraordinary rate nowadays. The way people access music, you know, streaming services and all of those things. How in how difficult it is to stay so relevant in it for for bands now?
0: I mean, I think it's just a matter of just learning learning the new stuff and learning how to stay and stay on top of what what's what's working for other bands and obviously social media and TikTok and all that stuff unfortunately is a, is a, uh, a necessary evil for a lot of bands yeah. and you know and it's I think the same with any type of like artistic um, uh, industry you know you have to kind of conform and adapt and be able to figure out how to make it work you know things were different back in the day where you had to like fly around yourself and be out all the time and you know now you got to be kind of good on computers and good with those things and so i mean i guess it's like if you don't like it then just don't do it and that's that's what's going to happen you're going to suffer for it
1: definitely and it feels like in some respects although we've moved forward things have become very disposable of course yeah. yeah
0: yeah i mean i think everybody likes a like a short little bit of everything and they want they want quick little tidbits and they want it all the time whereas how we started in my like how I grew up was we wait a year for a record and then you get a record and you listen to it all year and then you wait for the next one
1: and you read the linear yeah, notes yeah, and it, you yeah, memorized exactly. the lyrics and yeah. all of those the artwork and was everything exciting wasn't yeah. it then yeah.
0: now it's like everyone's putting out so much music all the time so it's like it's not really that exciting you know so um, while we're trying to like kind of shift to that a little bit maybe put out singles more often and maybe do a single every month or whatever and then release the record at you know at the end of the year or something yeah. it might be something that we'll try but yeah I don't know. I mean, I think it's fan-based kind of a thing, too. If your fans are like that, then it works. If they're not, if, like, we have an older crowd and they don't run into that, then it might not work for us. But we just had to figure it out, I guess. So
1: 2021 saw within Hollow Earth. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. How do you feel that was received? You, that's um, something you really happy with putting out?
0: Yeah, the record was great. It's, it was the first record that we wrote with our new guitar player, Dave. And he did a great job of, like figuring out how to combine all the other three previous records into this Um, unfortunately it got postponed for two years or a year and a half because of all the bullshit and uh, we weren't able to put it out when we were supposed to and then when it came time to do it we put it out during a ginger tour and it was at the end of the fourth quarter and it was just like again rushed tough and board, yeah it? it's it's tough, it's tough but it was like if, if we didn't put it out then it was like we had a tour and we should put it out when we've got a tour and a big tour so you know it's a great record and we're super happy with it but it just it just needed a bit more and I think maybe this the timing of wrong so it's just it's just what happens you know especially when it, COVID and all so that yeah everybody. yeah I mean,
1: Different time yeah, for everybody. For
0: sure. Yeah, absolutely. So, what
1: can we expect to see from you guys in the next 12 months? Uh, we're
0: we're finishing this. We head to Newcastle tomorrow for a little headline show. We're back to Europe for another week, and then we head home to finish writing. And we'll probably have a new record out in the spring. I would say. Yeah, and then hopefully back here maybe in the winter. Yeah.
1: Have you managed to check out any bands this weekend?
0: Yes. I watched Knock Loose yesterday. Unbelievable. Yeah, unbelievable. Um I watched Mishugh of course. I watched um Trip to doing Celtic Frost.
1: Yeah, so good. I watched uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. So good, so good.
0: So good. I, watched, uh, I, watched, uh, I watched uh what else did I see? Yeah. Yeah. I forget uh, Today I'm going to watch Biohazard Zeal and Ardor um, I'd like to see a little bit of Decapitated But I don't know if I'll be able to um, Sepulter of course Ugly Kid Joe is rad um, You know, Megadeth Just have to I, see
1: if I can Yeah, watch subject. a
0: little bit of everything Yeah, for sure
1: Thanks for listening Make sure you keep up to date with future episodes by subscribing to our channels. For more information on this podcast, or for all the latest music news, reviews, interviews and more, head over to our website, www.therazor'sedge.rocks.